This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, as you've heard on the news, the government taking steps towards eventually a 25-day dollar, $25 a day, rather, let me get those words in the right order, $25 a day childcare in our province. And I want to talk about that this hour. I want to get your feedback. Um, it would be great if you actually have a child in childcare. Maybe uh, the the stories of how difficult it is to get a child in childcare. I'm I'm also curious because with the downturn in the economy. I would think that there would be more spaces available, but the government announcing today that uh, they are going to have this pilot program in 18 centres across the province, creating up to 1,000 new childcare spaces, uh, 230 new jobs with this $25 a day daycare program in those specific centres. Joel French is executive director of Public Interest Alberta, maybe filling in uh, the the spaces for me. Hello, Joel. Hi, Angela. Good afternoon. Uh, your initial reaction to the program that the government announced today? Yes, well, we were really pleased with the fact that the uh, government was following through on this election promise, particularly uh, in light of the province's current fiscal situation, uh, which we know that we need solutions to that as well. Um, but... Uh, you know, child care is an area that's uh, where there's been a dire need for a, a long time in Alberta. Um, and it's a complex situation. There, There is a lot out there for child care. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of been a Wild West approach uh, up until now. Um, and, you know, there's still a lot of that there. But, but you know, previously governments had always uh, sort of left it to the market, um, which increasingly has been filled with for-profit providers. Um, so there are a lot of different issues at play, but we think this is a really good start, the announcement today, to moving to a, a comprehensive, high-quality uh, and affordable child care system for all Albertans. So this would be a government-run program then? Uh, it's not directly government-run. So the the uh, program that they announced today is for uh, existing uh, and potentially for new nonprofit organizations. Uh, so the staff in them, uh, my understanding at least, is that they would not be directly uh, employed by the province. Uh, there are some uh, municipally owned uh, public child care operations in Alberta, uh, but they wouldn't. Uh, those are not government of Alberta. Those are. Uh, owned by municipalities. Um, so my understanding based on their uh, language of their announcement today is those municipal operations could be eligible, but I think we're likely to see uh, mainly the private nonprofit organizations being the ones who take the lead on this. And so how would this roll out, Joel? Give me an idea. So it's a pilot program and would mm-hmm. uh, not for profit daycares apply to be part of this so that they would get the funding and in return they would provide a space for a child and it would only be $25 a day. That's right. And $25 a day is the cap that they are putting. So they, they've laid out several criteria that need to be fulfilled before an organization were, uh, is eligible to receive the funding. Uh, the funding can be uh, up to $500,000 uh, per year. Uh, and for three years is is what they're looking at right now. Uh, so the funding will be for up to 18 centers across the province, but it really depends on who applies for it. It's an application-based program, um, so they will be um, looking for 
um, organizations to apply over the next few months, and they're saying early in 2017 they're going to uh, announce who at least some of the successful uh, applicants are, and they'll be able to give more details then about where in the province these are. And they are saying that part of the uh, criteria is going to be that uh, um, that there are operations approved in all regions of the province. Uh, of course, that doesn't mean every community because we're only talking 18 uh, operations in general, but they will be ge- uh, geographically spread across the province is what they're saying. Joel, any idea what the average cost is for a child in daycare, a monthly cost? Um, right now, in Alberta, in the major cities at least, uh, which is where it's the easiest to find information, uh, costs are often above $800 per month per child. Um, and $25 a day comes out to roughly 550 to $600 per month per child. So, uh, I mean, 550 to $600 per child is still, for some families, not affordable. Uh, of course, there are Uh, for lower income and sort of lower middle income families, still subsidies available. Um, And the government announcement today, uh, uh, they made sure that they were clear that the subsidy uh, system isn't changing. Uh, So there is some support. Um, But it's reality that not everybody can afford to pay for care, uh, even if they want to be at work. And and sometimes people are uh, stuck in that sort of middle ground, too, where they have to decide whether or not it's worth it for them to work if it's going to cost them you know, a similar amount of money that they're going to get on their paycheck just to get care, then then why be at work all day and away from their ch- children? So uh, people, some people are struggling to try to uh, find that balance of, of when it makes sense to be at work uh, when they want, if they want to be, um, versus, you know, uh, are they able to afford the care that they would need? Joel, you know you're going to get the criticism, and I've already got the text coming in and the phone calls as well. Why should taxpayers subsidize someone's choice to either go back to work or have a child in a daycare setting? Yeah, I mean, we've had people that ask that about kindergartens too and about uh, and about schools and about all kinds of other programs. And the reality is that this is um, what is best for the community. Uh, it's what's best for the economy as well. Uh, there are significant, uh, significant economic benefits uh, to the entire province by investing in child care. Um, the province in the country that has invested the most in child care is Quebec, of course, uh, which everybody in this province loves. Um, that was a joke. Yeah, uh, but, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> But some of the studies out of the uh, significant investment Quebec has put into child care is showing that they are actually getting more in economic benefit and even in increased government tax dollars from in- income taxes and from more people being at work, um, both in child care and more people being at work because they're, uh, they have uh, care available for their kids. Uh, there is more money coming in uh, in government income and in economic benefit uh, than the government is actually spending on child care. So you actually see a lot of that money, uh, if not more than, uh, sometimes more than all of that money, come back um, in the economic benefits. And I think right now is the time when we need those economic benefits the most. So in addition to all of the other really good arguments for why we need child care in the province, um, You know, a better economy is something that I think everybody is interested in. And I guess, Joel, I have no problem with uh, subsidizing the lower income, the Mm -hmm. the people who are struggling. They're both just uh, having to work and this is their only option. I guess I always worry about any kind of national or a program that is going to benefit everyone because, you know, there are some families who don't who can 
well afford to pay the $800 a month. And we're subsidizing people who are probably doing fairly well, and they're going to benefit from $550 a month daycare. Yeah, the Premier, when she made the announcement this morning, was asked a question like that in the follow-up about whether or not doing it as a universal program makes the most sense. Um, And, I mean, she, it sounds like some of that is to be determined about what that will look like when it comes to actually implementing this and and into these spaces opening or or getting this sort of new status. Um, And there will be, um, of course, some eligibility criteria for children getting into the program. Um, But it sounded like there are some details uh, that will uh, be forthcoming on that, and some of it may vary from center to center. Um, so, so as yeah, opposed I think to their some promise, of that we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, because uh, really their election promise was they wanted to move to $25 a day daycare. Yeah, that's And right. they weren't saying whether you make a particular threshold of an income or not. So it, it sounds mm-hmm. like, if anything, and I know, as you say, maybe more details are coming out, but um, mm-hmm. it, during the election, it sounded like they were all for universal daycare at $25 a day. Yeah, I mean, there we have to keep in mind, too, there are some efficiencies that uh, can be garnered by having universal programs as well. Um, so I, I would assume that that's part of why they would be going in that direction. Um but, yeah, absolutely, there are, are some good points there and some challenges I think they'll have to deal with. Joel, before I let you go, do you have any idea where we're at when it comes to available spaces? Because, as I said at the beginning, mm-hmm. when our economy goes down, usually people have lost their jobs and they can't afford, first of all, they don't have a job, so there's no reason to put a child in childcare. Right. But I, I would think that the picture today is much different than it was three years ago. Yeah, we're getting the sense, uh, just anecdotally speaking, from many of our, our contacts in the child care sector on the ground, uh, that there has definitely been a shift. Um, the, the shift in more available child care, though, uh, from what we're hearing, is mainly in the, um, in the lower quality spaces, um, because people are, are uh, less likely to want those. Um, you know, it, when people can afford higher quality care, that's where they go. And the higher quality uh, spaces are ones that still have actually really uh, some quite significant waiting lists. So I, I think uh, particularly in unreg- uh, unregulated spaces, that's where a lot of people are being forced to look. And there are actually some more new un- uh, unregulated spaces opening up. But unfortunately, that's not the kind of care that I think we need more of in the province. Uh, we want more of the high-quality spaces. And so that's part of why we're encouraged by today's announcement, too, is those high-quality spaces, which I would characterize um, the criteria for today's announcement as high-quality spaces, um, those are the ones where there still is a real shortage. Uh, and at the same time, those spaces need to be affordable. And I think you know, $25 a day as a cap is at least close to affordable for, uh, or at least more affordable for Albertan families. And you don't know if the childcare workers will be union workers, do you? Uh, I, that would depend uh, on, it would be on a provider by provider basis. They're, the province hasn't put any rules in as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so some providers would be and some providers wouldn't be. Uh, currently, right now, I don't know what the statistic would be exactly, but uh, the large majority of Alberta's uh, child care workforce would not be unionized at yeah. the moment. And, and you know what? They, they don't make very much money. That's the other thing. So I'd be curious no. to see how this trickles down to the actual frontline worker, the child care worker. Yeah, and that's got another aspect to it as well, and that's the training of the workers. Yeah. Um, right now, these standards are 
fairly low. Uh, there are some well-trained uh, well-trained workers in every facility because they have to to be accredited, um, but there are still many that have the level one training that actually is uh, quite minimal. Uh, so one of the things that we would like to see in the longer term is for uh, a two-year diploma, which is currently the level two uh, child care workers, uh, early childhood educators, to be uh, to be the minimum in centers. And of course, that would require much bigger uh, transformation. Uh, so we don't think it's something that could happen right away, but we need to uh, start having that conversation, I guess, about how well trained the, uh, the workforce is. And of course, as they become more trained, uh, they will need to be paid more so that they have those incentives to stick in uh, stick in that industry and uh, to continue to work there to make sure that we have quality care uh, all across the province. Joel, thanks for starting the conversation with us. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Joel French, he is with Public Interest Albert. And thanks for hanging out with me today. We are talking about the, the government and as it takes steps towards $25 a day child care. At this point, the pilot program involves 18 daycare centers they have to be not-for-profit centers it's going to be a 10 million dollar pilot project and each eligible center will receive up to five hundred thousand dollars in the first year with the possibility of receiving two more years of funding and this is supposedly going to create a thousand new child care spaces as well as 230 new jobs Angela Pitt is MLA for Airdrie, critic for Human Services, joins us today. Hello, Ms. Pitt. Hey, Angela. How are you? I'm doing well. Maybe just on the surface, your initial reaction to the government's announcement today. Well, I think on the surface is uh, probably an accurate way to put this. Uh, there's there's sort of vague details with this plan. You know, we certainly know that accessing child care is important for Alberta families. Um, but you know, well, uh, maybe this is maybe this is uh, a very good idea. Maybe this isn't. Uh, but we're we're gonna you're gonna have to keep a close eye on this to to see if the you know the hefty price tag on this project is is actually going to address some of these issues. Angela, have you heard how big a concern it is for parents to access quality daycare in our province? Well, it's certainly a concern. Um, certainly for the the people and families in Airdrie that I've been talking to and the families across this province, it's it's definitely expensive. And I know a lot of families are you know sitting around the kitchen table trying to trying to figure out if one parent it's more economical to to stay at home or uh, or to to go to work and bring in an income, um, you know, for the for the betterment of their family. So you know, it's an issue. Uh, and you know, we do we do address some of those. We we do support low income families in accessing quality child care uh but there's certainly concerns uh about uh, about the actual access and and how much further we we have to go or need to go and maybe that's my argument as well i i know we have a, a subsidy program in place currently and if they want to extend that to more families fine but the idea of a, a universal program i'm i'm concerned that some people who don't need the assistance will be getting it and that's when taxpayers really get upset about subsidizing daycare well absolutely and i mean there, there's an even larger price tag associated with this uh, 25 dollar a day child care and uh, you know, do do we do we need more access? Yeah, I believe we do. Uh, do we need to go that way? Probably not. Um, you know, uh, putting <laughs> we we do have access to subsidies already within this system, and uh, you know they mostly work. But uh, really, if you were going to change that, you have to change income threshold levels 
to to actually increase more access to uh, quality daycare, and that's not what this government is doing. They're just providing more spaces. So I'm not I'm not really sure where they're going with this totally, um, but you know you've got an opposition that's keeping a good eye on things. Angela, do you think, though, and earlier I had a guest saying that there was a concern for the not-for-profit and the profit. It was a bit of a wild west out there, especially as we go through the ups and downs in our economy. Shouldn't we allow it for the market to decide so that if people are saying, I don't like that quality of a daycare, I'm going to find something else? And, and then eventually the profit centers have to do a better job. Well, competition in any market is a is a wonderful, beautiful thing, and really, at the end of the day, offers the best uh, for the consumer. And childcare is, is is certainly subject to that as well. So, uh, you know, letting the market decide is 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 a good thing. And I know in Airdrie, we're actually there's a new daycare facility that's just opening up and increasing spaces here. And, you know, they do quite well, and they have a good reputation, and, and people want to go there. But, you know, one of the things on that note is uh, that where uh, uh, families uh, address their child care concerns in many different ways. Uh, some people utilize grandparents. You know, they're lucky enough to have that. Uh, some people uh, uh, have after-school care programs or the neighbors or, or, you know, family members. And we need to make sure that, you know, we sort of have equal access and due consideration for all types of child care alternatives. Because daycare isn't for everyone. And and so we're looking at a program that is specifically for people who are choosing to put their children in daycare. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, but we do need to be aware of the other ways that families are addressing their child care concerns. And, you know, that this is, this is the one way that the government has chosen right now. And maybe it's a concern. Well, and uh, going back to the whole idea of the income, income threshold, maybe that's something that we have to look at more closely as well. Angela, well, from the Wild Rose perspective, you know, do you have a, um, a policy when it comes to how your party would deal with the daycare situation in this province? Well, uh, you know, the number one thing for us is parental choice, right? Uh, we need to make sure that we offer all types of alternatives for parents to be able to choose what's best for their families. You know, the, the, one of the biggest concerns I have uh, about this uh, announcement today from the NDP government is, is their lack of an economic impact assessment. You know, they, they've done it with so many other policies, and it's sort of willy-nilly, and we're seeing, uh, you know, the unintended consequences of the implementation of policies without economic impact assessments. And I, I, I believe this is probably one of those examples. Angela, thanks for your time. Thanks, Angela. Angela Pitt, MLA for Airdrie, and she's the critic for human service. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.